week's episode of the All About Hennessy Show, Jack talks to us about three really big things happening in our area in the next week or so. Molly Ryle from Energy Metering Systems talks to us about Votech opportunities. And Jason Sternberger stops by and gives us an update on the high school track, the outside classroom, and some information on a new COVID grant. All this and more on this week's All About Hennessy Show. This show made possible in part by Cimarron Electric, serving Northwest Oklahoma with clean, reliable power for over 100 years. CimarronElectric.com And Integris Bass Baptist Health Center. IntegrisOK.com Hello, Hennessy. Uh, I wanted to jump in here real quick before our guests arrive and tell you about, there's a lot of things happening um, the end of November and the 1st of December uh, in our area. And I know my job is to promote Hennessy, but these things are so big that you might want to consider them for their family because they're all really cool family events. For example, Friday, November 26th, that's the day after Thanksgiving in Enid, it's the Enid Lights Up the Plains and the opening night for the one, the big tree in Enid. If you haven't heard about the big tree, you've been living under a rock. Um, you need to you need to learn about the tree. Um, the Enid lights up the plains. I believe their parade starts at 5:30, and there are food trucks. And I mean, this is a big deal. Their skating rink opens up. Um, there's a lot going on in Enid that night. There's a huge choir. There is uh, music. There, the lighting ceremony will kick off with a, a giant fireworks display. Um, this is going to be a really, really neat evening in Enid, just 20 miles up the road. Then, uh, Saturday, December 4th in Kingfisher is their epic Christmas parade and fireworks. And if you've never attended that, it is pretty amazing. They actually shoot the most, a lot of the fireworks off on the building, off the roof of the buildings, and you're standing in the middle, so you're like in the fireworks display. It's it's a really, really neat event. And then, uh, Hennessy, December 9th. The All About Hennessy Really Bright Christmas Parade returns, where we invite anybody that would like to put some lights on anything that rolls and put it in the parade. Bicycles, four-wheelers, golf carts, tractor-trailer trucks. We encourage you to decorate something and drive it down Main Street for the parade. Um, this will be followed by Santa on Oklahoma Street between uh, next to the the wellness mercantile i believe they're going to set up tents and things like that and have a, a place for santa uh, all the kids can visit santa and then mistletoe magic will be in the wellness mercantile uh, meeting room um, all the details for all of these things i've talked about will be on the allabyhennessy.com uh, website um, it's easier to find them there than it would be on facebook the it's under the events and things happening uh, tab at the top of the website so, um, head over to allaboutHennessy.com, check out all these events. Be sure to go to Enid for the, the opening of the one. Uh, we are heavily involved, uh, KJ Filmworks is heavily involved in, in, in helping to produce that event. We have seen the behind the scenes and you will not believe what's coming with that. Kingfisher is also a really cool deal. And of course, the Hennessy, All About Hennessy, really bright parade is gonna be amazing. Stay tuned. This show made possible in part by Cherie Hicks State Farm. Auto, home, property, business, life, and health. Today, I have Molly Ryle. Did I say your name right? Yep. I got it. Cool. 
And Ma, you're from originally from Helena, yes, right? Correct. And you've been in Hennessy now 11 years. Yes. And where do you work? Tell us where you work. Energy Meter Systems. Energy Meter Systems. It's on the corner of, it's that big building on the corner five of. Acre, five acre plot there on 81, Conoco. 51 and Conoco Road. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they make those little buildings, metering buildings, I guess is what they're called. Yep, meter tubes and metering buildings, instrumentation buildings. A lot of oil field. Do they do anything other than oil field type? Um, we do anything with pig iron steel, we'll make it. Um, we've done everything. You know, when COVID hit, we even started doing sandblasting and painting for Well, that's lots what of I was going to say that, you know, instead of laying off people, you found other ways Correct. to keep the shop busy with, yes. you know, uh, welding and making yes. fence fence posts and lots of lots of local yeah. um, local people kept us afloat too. So very very cool. How, really how many employees are there now? Do you know? Currently thirty three. Wow, that's a big employer for Hennessy. Yeah, I didn't realize it was it's actually that down because of you know the layout. Well, sure. Layover of COVID and everything, mm -hmm. but um, you know everything's picking up and we're trying to find more workers. Now I've been up into as far into Canada and, and then as far south way down south of Houston and I've seen your product. Okay. Um, the little buildings that go over the meters and you said now but you're international you ship internationally also. Correct. We That's have, very cool. Yep all the way into Mexico and up into Canada. Up in Canada. Uh -huh. They've done some overseas jobs. Um, a lot of red tape. Try and stay away from oh, some of that. Just, once you put it in a container, it gets deep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. So, but the reason I asked Molly to be on today was, is Molly's the operations manager for EMS, and that means you're over the shop. Well, the guys that do the work. Correct. And um, you were on the board, or maybe still are on the board of CT CT. TC, which is Chisholm Trail so Technology Center. Ch Chisholm Trail Technology Center. That's it, and it's out near what between Watonga and Kingfisher. Yeah. Um, and uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, Molly stood and did a, like a testimonial at the school board meeting about uh, trade schools and things like that. And so I just kind of wanted your two cents on why. You know, if, if someone is kind of on that fence between college um, or trade school or nothing, right. um, what's, why, is, why is trade school a good option? Well, I mean, not everybody's cut out for the whole college thing. Um, college things, you've got to go through all of your basics. Um, trade schools are more specified for what you're interested in. You go right, go right into go what right you're into interested it, in. You know, if mm -hmm. somebody wants to be a welder, go straight into the welding. You go straight into the nursing straight into diesel mechanics, mm -hmm. anything like that. It's job specific for what you're interested in. So instead of leaving school with $100,000 in debt, you leave school with a job, Correct. pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And you know what we're working towards too with the welding program that EMS is doing, um, us and, and the instructor are working to hopefully have some some jobs for those guys in the summertime or anytime they're not in school, even mm -hmm. after. Well, we were um, talking about that, like uh, like an apprentice apprenticeship kind of a program, yep. where where you get yep. your get all your. You know, there's a difference between going in school, going to school and learning something, and then applying that in real world. Yep. And I know in my business, it's really hard hard to hire someone out of college or anywhere because they don't have that real world experience. experience. And the yep. apprenticeship program really yes. gets them in there. You know, maybe some of these guys have never worked with other people. Yes, you that's, know, you that's another thing. Can't too. do that yep. thing with you know. Yeah. Yep. So 
the the trade school has become a real good recruiting tool for you also. Yes. You get people that are qualified and... Yes, um, yeah, and we end up having to help mold them into what we actually do. There's not very many people that can just walk into our shop and be able to do the welding types that we do mm -hmm. for our applications. Um, it's so, a real specific type yep. of welding, and I noticed you, you have to, um, I guess you even x-ray your yes. wells for high yes. pressure and things. Yes, yeah. we have to adhere to the American Gas Association regulations. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we never know if one tube's gonna go straight out on the pipeline. So, I mean, everything can form everything to... It's gotta be ready to go. Yep. That's pretty cool. And, um, and we talked about your very, very specific type of uh, fabrication and manufacturing and things like that. But um, way back, I guess a few years ago, the school came to you and was asking for some advice or some, some stuff to weld with. Yeah, or yeah they, uh, the first kind of, whenever I got onto the board, uh, the instructor before last, he had asked if they could come. Get, we have tons of drop of pie drop is stuff you cut off and it hits the yep. floor and you don't use it yeah <laughs> yep it's not usable so it normally just goes to the you know iron store and we get mm -hmm. a penny for it so these kids were able to utilize it they actually built over there at cttc they built a an entire pipeline out there and so they had to have small sections here and there and oh. And they, they did a really cool project out there. And it was if, if you've never seen a pipeline welder work, these guys are just, they're like the rock stars of welders. I mean, with the way they use their torches and yep. cut bevels and weld things that actually stick together really well. Yep. Um, very cool. So what advice would you have for a student that wasn't really sure on college or trade school or? Well, I mean, they've just got to, they don't have to commit to anything and that's the good thing about going to a tech center is you're trying it out you're you get to test drive the car mm -hmm. before you buy it yep and you're not in thousands and thousands of dollars yep. you know i know a lot of i know quite a few kids that might have started off with say you know diesel mechanics and then turned into a welder or auto mechanics or carpentry you know once they get in there they saw ooh, the carpentry shop is just really cool yeah. and yep. so it's not like going to college and then getting locked into a career path that you're not really sure of and they uh, currently right now they actually have a student over there that I think she's 17 or 18 year old girl mm -hmm. didn't know what she wanted to do and I think that maybe she did a tour of it and she thought man this looks cool you know she's a city girl never didn't doesn't even know anything about welding, mm -hmm. and she's doing amazing. She and decided I, to be a welder. Yeah, and wow. we're actually hoping to maybe get her on board at our place and mm -hmm. maybe some summer experience. So, well, and then and, and a cool story. You started as a secretary. Yes. And then they found out you knew stuff, <laughs> yeah. and you got you got advancement and yes. things like that. So yep. there's 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 room for advancement even in manufacturing and things yes, like that. So definitely very very cool. Thank you, Molly. Well, thank you. All right. Stay tuned. Uh, Jason Sternberger, Tennessee superintendent, will be here in just a minute to tell us what's going on at the school. This show made possible in part by DK Recycling of Hennessy, 405-853-6951. And Seaboard Foods. At Seaboard Foods, our work matters to our families, our communities, 
and the people who rely on us to produce delicious pork products. Jason. Hey, Jack. How are you? Good. It's been a long time. It has been a while. I've been traveling around the world, and we've just been haven't been able to get a show out, but... Well, I'm glad to have you. Yeah. Glad to be back in here. Now, I think the last... It's been two weeks, I guess, there was a school board meeting, mm-hmm. and you got... You decided to fix the track. We did. The, you know, the trouble track. We did. You know, that's been a process uh, from the day that, that I've got here, getting the history and, you know, working with the different companies. And we had a company come in, you know, two months ago uh, and talk to us. And there was just some questions at the time that came up that we didn't needed to research a little bit more. So went back and, and got those and got a, as much as you can do an apples to apples comparison on the on the track. And um, so went with uh, went with a company that uh, ultimately uh, a little over nine hundred thousand dollars on what it is. But mm-hmm. for the amount of years that we're getting, and you look at the price per year and the, and the, and the and better warranty and just li- uh, life expectancy. Mm-hmm. And so the uh, board of education was very gracious and felt like that was the the best fit and and luckily money is good we're, we're in a situation we could do that so well, i think everybody is just wants to use it that I mean, yeah that's it, it. For, what almost 10 years now or something uh something like that yeah. yeah and so you know now the next step is uh they actually have a meeting today uh, and they're supposed to get back with me tomorrow to give me a timeline of events of showing you know when they'll start the demo and what people can start to expect to see and then of course um, you know the cold weather has a lot to do with them laying tracks. Well, I imagine so, it's going to be yeah kind of a warmer thing to put yeah. that rubber. Yeah, and big question is are we going to have it by track? And more than likely no, or we won't have it by by the start of track season. Probably hopefully halfway through. Mm-hmm. But uh, then now we've got to also do some things uh, around the edges and prepare for being able to host track meets down the road. So we need to get some security uh, fencing in. And finish you know, completely fencing it in. Finish fencing it in and, you know, have to figure out where to put main entry and get a press box and, you know, just start getting a lot of things that it takes even, to host it. There isn't even an official parking place for that, I guess, up around the football field. Or? No, there wouldn't be. It's going to, you know, people would have to park on the north side of the football field and walk to it. Mm-hmm. Or if it hasn't rained, then of course they park, park out in, in the, the field. field south of it. Yes. Yeah, so, but those are just plans that, um, you know, have to come in and it just yeah. takes more money. Yep. <laughs> just keep it going. Yeah. And I was, I was interested in the fact that they had you do a course sample and there was a lot to it. There, to, there was a lot to, to decide it. what, how much you could do or what needed to be done. And, mm-hmm. So it wasn't just like you got to throw it away and fix it. They actually did some research and make sure they're doing it right. That's good. right. So very very cool. And then the um, <clears throat> the outdoor learning center. If you haven't heard about this, it's a what is it? It's a it's a, a, a so outdoor interactive school, isn't it? Or yeah, just different different modules. You know, you got a water station, you're gonna have a stage, you got areas of uh, balance beams and picnic tables and, you know, reading areas. And so just a lot of different things. It's right there on the west side of the Early Childhood Center. Mm-hmm. Parents will pull in and, you know, they drop their kids off. And on the you have an area on the east and the west side of that drive where this is all going to be. Mm-hmm. And then um, our construction application uh, that we should hear something back in the next day or two. Um, that it's you know we're trying to put turf with it mm-hmm. just because it does have a four foot safety fall rating to and it you know does serve as a playground you mm-hmm. do have uh, areas out there where kids will be running and playing and so and then just the maintenance of it it's is better than wood chips it's better it's better than the wood yeah. chips you're gonna have to spend money on that anyway it's a little bit more expensive but it's going to last longer it's going to look better uh, you can do it the, you know if it were to rain that morning you know and 
not raining any longer, you can go back out, yep. which eventually we would like to get some, you know, canopies or some areas that, you know, maybe if it is raining, kids can still go outside and, and, and be out there. And I was impressed some of the initial drawings I saw. It was going to be pretty cool. They, the teachers, yeah. the teachers, uh, principal, you know, they've done a tremendous job of working together and designing this. Mm -hmm. I was very impressed with it when they first uh, showed me what their plans were. They asked were. me for an aerial image of it because I guess Google Earth isn't current. So I did an aerial image for them and she, you know, she said that we're going to draw out the new learning center. I thought, okay, well, I didn't hear anything about that. And then, yeah. then this started to evolve. And, and then, of course, the learning. Education Foundation was very excited as well, and they funded quite a few projects, I think close to $15,000 worth of some uh, really? of equipment really? and things for that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, they do such a tremendous job for Hennessy schools, mm -hmm. so uh, very, very beneficial. And I guess the other thing is a, a, there's a COVID grant. Give me, give me straight <clears throat> the title of it. It's a Project 723 grant. I don't know if it actually has a name, uh, but it's it, what it's related more to uh, CARES money. Uh, and what it is is schools our size qualify for up to $150,000. Uh, that can be used to help offset some salaries, uh, you know, custodial or nurse salaries, uh, cleaning equipment of any kind. But basically, it gives the school up to $150,000 that you're going to be hopefully buying that, that equipment anyway, and now it frees up other monies mm -hmm. to be used elsewhere and so $150,000 was just too much to not take a chance and, and yeah. utilize this um, you know one of the things that, they, that they've tied with this um, everything you know obviously is tied with something when the, when they're giving you money small print <laughs> <laughs> but, but with this what the what the intent of it is is the early detection early identification of COVID to stop the spread because you know the incubation period of some was so long mm -hmm. that they could afraid they would inf uh, infect others so what they're trying to do is with the early identification is schools uh, have to make an attempt to try and test up to 10% uh, of their school population, students and staff, uh, per month. And so for Hennessy, that would be roughly 90 people mm -hmm. a month that we that we make the attempt. You know, mm -hmm. we put advertise it. Well, we got it on our web page. You know, we do. It's not a mandatory. Uh, it's strictly voluntary. Mm -hmm. And so you just encourage people that hey, it's here. If you're not feeling well and you'd like to come down, great. Uh, obviously, if kids want to do it, they have to have parent consent under 18. We have signature forms on so our is website. So anybody? Or I mean, so it could no. be a parent or something? So the only way a parent could is if a child at our school has been tested positive and then anybody in that immediate household. Oh, and okay. so uh, okay. if you're not having any kids at school, Jack, you can't just, we can't, we can't do you. But if you were, uh, I think it is a situation where if you were exposed to that child, then you could say you could and that's you could, you could come there. I think, I think that's the connection. Okay. And so, uh, you know, it, it's really to try to identify everybody. So I, I don't know that we would really turn anybody away sure. to, to speak of. And this is done at the school by the nurse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nurse Musney does, that okay. takes care of all this. So uh, there's a link on our website that uh, shows number to call or email to contact. Uh, and the consent form is on there. And so, uh, like I said, it's not mandatory. You know, I know there's a lot of discussion of, you know, what's mandatory and, the, and vaccines and believe me, the school is, <laughs> we're staying away from the not vaccines. We're not, yeah, we're not, yeah. we're not getting into that. This yeah. is just a test option for those that want to take advantage of it and that's all it is very very cool 
Well, I'm excited with what you've accomplished in, how long have you been here now, six months? Well, it's easy when you have good people around yeah. you. And it, it's I mean, made my job are, very easy. and nice, and the, <clears throat> you know, you've done a lot of work with the entrance on the football field and some of the other fields and things like that. Well, when, when your school and community have a nice vision and you got good people that help run the school and teachers and support and the parents I've dealt with, it just it, it makes it nice when everybody's moving in the right direction and that's forward. Very cool. All right. Thank you, Jason. Thanks, Jack. I appreciate it. Be sure to click the subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell to be sure you never miss an episode of the All About Hennessy Show. Check out this week's All About Hennessy Post newspaper and subscribe for free at allabouthennessy.com.